live from behind the new South Stand retractable seats. Ooh, look, we call chip buddies. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Welcome back for another week of hard-hitting journalism, in-depth analysis, all the hits from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, Hawk Noises, and a panel so diverse two of the white guys weren't even born here. What? (laughs) On this week's show, we fiddle with the afterbirth of TFC2, fluff RSL versus TFC, look back fondly at last week's MLS follies, weep over the Argos, again, and much, much more. As always, your VMP panel are here to guide you through another week of TFC-isms. First, it's Hamilton's answer to the Humphrey brothers, Mark Hinckley. Thank you. Your kit's in the mail. Albania's answer to the Oprah Book Club, it's Kristen Knowles. Happy to be here. Yorkshire's answer to a question that already made him angry, it's Duncan Fletcher. (laughs) Don't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your host, the answer to, how's this guy a thing? Tony Walsh. We had a baby! No. No, not Duncan and I, but Toronto FC's offspring, TFC2! They made their debut this past weekend in America's chewy candy mecca, Charleston. Ah, I love those things. Choo-choo. Not to outdo their parent club, the two, or the Field Marlies, or Wonderland FC, whatever you prefer, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory with a late match 3-2 loss to the battery. We will leave TFC2 match analysis to our sister show, the even smaller Vocal Minority Podcast. But as it was their debut, it was worth having a look. So... I found myself surprisingly engaged by the match, to be honest, when I put it on. The 2-0 the lead right away didn't hurt, of course, but uh, it was a fun experience. You know, we talk and we write about the prospects a lot, so it was nice to put a player's persona to a name. You know, we don't really get to see them in action very often. So, uh, and so, I so, think, so Marky Delgado's a thing now? He wasn't there. Oh, Okay. He's he's an absentee. Mystery. Mm-hmm. If uh, if nothing else from watching the match, it kind of made me want more want to go see a live match. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so I don't know what kind of effect did that have on you guys watching. My first word was fun. I, it was exactly well. Maybe not the second half, but the first half was lots of fun. No, it's uh, I, you know, it strikes me that we see some of these guys on the fringes here and there, and we've tried to watch them through training, and we know some of them from last year and the year before, but. Um, it was just interesting to actually watching them compete at a decent level for a while anyway. They're still really green, but I was just, I really enjoyed it. I wanted to, you know, wanted to cheer them on and wanted them to win, of course, but I wanted a little bit more from them in terms of togetherness, but they're so quickly thrown together. Like, it's such a recent thing. They don't even have their own kits. Exactly. So (laughs) considering they hadn't been together as a team for what? Two weeks, maybe? Well, they were still signing guys. Yeah, you know, oh, they were signing guys. Presumably, days obviously, they've mm-hmm. still been like practicing together and stuff. But as a as a first no, they run were out, se- they were se- sequestered in a separate house. <laughs> Reality show. You know, first run out against a, a decent side in USA. Like you know, Charleston's oh. no. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's an established. You know, really team. good team. So I don't know. I was uh, pleasantly surprised, even with the result. 
Yeah, and the main thing you talk about it is uh, it's a baby and it's kind of, eh, kind of is. It's all innocent and fresh-faced and untainted by all the, the obnoxiousness that we associate with the, the big club. So, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to have, hey, here's a team I can cheer for and there's none of these players that I hate. That was refreshing. Yeah, you know, it was obviously good to get off to a couple of goals start. There's some talent there. There's not much organization uh, as of yet, but hopefully that'll come. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd say I'd still like to get a bit of experience in there rather than just, you know, oh, well, they'll learn by losing. It's like, hmm. I say Edmonton Oilers to that. <laughs> Just it'll, lose, it'll, lose, 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 lose. Doesn't necessarily mean eventually win. That'll be an interesting theme as the year goes on. How the two clubs, including yeah. TFC, do fare against the established mm-hmm. USL hierarchy. The you know raging rhinos and the battery and the OKC energy. Yeah. The likes of them. You know. Um, my my takeaway from this match was that uh, we didn't have to wait four years for our first goal, so that was a plus. <laughs> Um, also, uh, I, we will I, sing on the eighth minute. Yes, absolutely. Is that count, has that account tweeted it all recently? <laughs> no, someone did. <laughs> yeah. I know somebody's. I heard somebody squatted up. Yeah. Um, I, I have to also admit that I'm intrigued by it, mostly because it just seems to have. It's just about the football. It's not about selling this or selling that or this star or that star or new team smell or these fans or whatever. It's just going to see a match. Virtually no strings attached. It's the football for the football. Mm-hmm. So I'm already sold at going to Vaughn, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if it's just once to say, okay, this is crap, or yeah, let's which see I, what but they I'm not expecting that. With Vaughn, I'm not expecting that. Bells and whistles and shit when they get to Vaughn. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting yeah. to go and think, all right, you know, it was good bang for the buck. You know, hopefully they don't hose you at the concession stands. Hopefully there's a good crowd and a nice atmosphere, and and hopefully it's not a bad they, price. they play well and. And honestly, mm-hmm. I'll take two goals in a losing effort. How many games did we see where the home team didn't score any? This year? <laughs> <laughs> Got me there. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. We haven't seen a single goal this year at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, watching the match make you would make you want to watch more. Absolutely. Oh, I want. I do. I, I road trip to Vaughn. Yeah, but yeah, even well, on, online as well. Absolutely. Oh no, and I think that is um, that is a tremendously smart thing that USL is doing yeah. by putting all the matches on YouTube this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah. charge. Get it out there. Like that's this is yeah. how you build a fan base. This is how you get people connected to their teams. You give them an easy option, not a geo blocked option, not any of this other nonsense. It is super easy. You can watch YouTube on any device. It's it's fantastic. No, I think props to them. But Kristen, I'm used to having all of my feeds blocked because of contracts when I watch legally online. How is this so? <laughs> <laughs> I hate your response. <laughs> I have no clever comeback for that right now. Honestly, gentlemen, just press, just press skip ad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just fast forward thirty seconds. That's YouTube skip ad. Yes, yeah, that's true. It's you have true. to wait. You have to watch. You have to Five listen. Seconds. You have to listen to that much of yeah, ten no. seconds of it, then yeah. you can go. Then you're I'll endure it. Whatever. I, yeah, I, I'm, especially an unknown quantity with this mishmash of talent and things that we've players we've only seen by name alone. Why not? Especially when I'm we're Ashton Morgan and Ashton. Who <laughs> 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 didn't acquit himself? Aww. So well, really. Mm. Wasn't really the man amongst boys that no. you, you would have no. uh, it's not like, hoped oh, for. Here's the old head that'll steer these guys right. Yeah, I, mm, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm optimistic that uh, 
that if they can at least keep telling, hey, watch watch the Field Marlies live on YouTube, then hopefully that will translate to more season's ticket holders at least willing to take the drive out to Vaughn or for Vaughn. a lot of them, a lot of them. We're going to Vaughn, just Vaughn. deal with it. Stop whining. For a lot of them, just go down the street. We're going. But it's so high up there. We're going. Mm. Want a funnel mm. cake? Oh. Do we need a passport? Get your well, we're going to look into that. We'll have to have our travel kits. Whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. whoa. Like that's not, that's Markham you're talking about. Right. Car games. Oh, we need car games. I don't recognize anything north of Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that's what the GPS is. You need towners. I hate, as and we all do, the moniker of best fans in the league. You so know, that much. was cool for about mm. two weeks back in 2007. Yeah, yeah and then we lost um, the title. You know, but for a fan base so beaten down in every possible way by this organization as a whole, the level of engagement, at least in social media, and I know that's a small percentage of the overall number, but it was it was heartening to see. You know, TFC, you know, they are blessed to have fans interested in the big club, yeah. let alone anything else. So, I don't know, I think more than anything that I've seen at BMO Field lately, I think the show me TFC and fans are indeed, like, one of the top in North America as far as passion for the the game in general I mean, maybe it's around their club okay it's around the club i'm not sure if this club wasn't a wasn't an official branch of tfc if it would have had the same amount of interest but i i felt that it's like oh it's something to be you know it shows it's there's still something there under the surface so, you know even though a lot of it has been glazed over over the years with these fan videos and etc and all that stuff there is something real oh, that still sure. exists mm-hmm. just i find toronto actually has for the most part a really a fairly engaged fan base in terms of, yeah, we, we go on social media and everyone's like yelling at one another and that sort of thing. But when that's not happening, when everyone's not reacting to something, people have a lot of fairly intelligent things to say. They know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. whether it's just this team. Um, you see more and more involvement, more talk about the league itself. So people are obviously watching the league now, not just their I team. That's they grown in the last couple of years. Absolutely. Like you see it like a lot more. You see more people, oh, I am now watching mm-hmm. this game. TFC ended hours ago, but I'm still up and why isn't this on TV? People are looking for that sort of thing. So the interest is there. And I think like the core fan base for TFC, regardless of what we've gone through in the last while uh, or the entire existence of our team, is, is still there. And they're still really very much trying to be participatory. And I think the TFC 2 is kind of almost like a little breath of fresh air for everybody. It gives us something mm-hmm. fun again. I think it was kind of like what Duncan alluded to. Yeah. Course, it was new. It's yeah, untainted. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's just, burned us yeah. But you have... So what if dad's an asshole? You can't be mean to the kid. It's <laughs> not the kid's fault. <laughs> yeah. Dad's a fucking asshole. Yes. Wow. <laughs> really is an asshole. But I was, I was impressed by how many people I saw that were like watching and, and were so mm, excited yeah. and, and have been really promoting it and talking about it the so, last while. So what do you think? If, hypothetically, Joe Owner bought a USL club, had nothing to do with TFC, put it in Vaughn, same level of interest? I'm, no, I, I think not. Probably not. No. no. Not as high, but... Did it properly. Everything yeah. else, you so know... There wouldn't be that sort of promotional thing, yeah. kind of pushing it on, people yeah. making it quite as obvious. Uh-huh. Also, I kind of feel that with MLSE being the marketing machine that it is, they probably would have snuffed out competition. To be fair, but, even, oh, but, but, but take that take but, that off the table. But the, the, just just in a in a in a paradise world where anyone can make a pro football club in North America. True. I, I, I think it would struggle. Still. Yeah. Oh, it would absolutely struggle. I. I but no would it struggle mind. just because it's in Vaughn? Would it struggle in another part of the city? Like, oh, what if your if what, if was, what if your dream team I, I joins think, the USL? I think if you were an M like 
if you were a person who lived in Vaughan, you wouldn't be getting Toronto attention for your North Toronto mm. USL club. Yeah, it'd be you would get like Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah, you would get. Yes. I, I, I have no doubt that the community of Vaughn would support it. Mm. But if you were looking for, say, a pizza pizza sponsor or a Kia sponsor or a AAA sponsor of some kind to throw throw their money behind this this USL club, I don't think it would be there. You'd probably have big companies in 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 that area who would support it, but it doesn't have the same. We know the company. Ring to it. Yeah. Vince Vaughn's cannoli with oh, yeah. <laughs> They are exquisite frozen. So yeah, like that that's how I, I kind of see it. Like it would it would thrive it would thrive in Woodbridge, but it would never be more or, or Vaughn, but it would never be more than Vaughn. Fair enough. So Kristen uh, alluded to earlier the uh, amazing broadcast you get with USL matches. Everything on YouTube. No longer just for cat videos. Damn it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. YouTube over MLS Live. I'm not gonna disagree. <laughs> I'm not gonna disagree. It's free. free. <laughs> yes. The quality wasn't that it was bad. Surprisingly actually. solid in a minor, like a lower division football way. Everything. The announcers were okay. They were pretty good. good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So this begs the question to me: since TFC Two are on the online service YouTube, what would be a more suitable platform for TFC, the big club, to be on? Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> that way they only have to upload the best bits and they can draw things on it. Look, we did something good. And it we just can make it fun and it just disappears. Eventually. Like it was never there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I will go with the Tinder. Swipe left. <laughs> Swipe left. Uh, Nobody's playing Swipe on left. left. <laughs> They're more of a grinder club. <laughs> Do you go left or right for what you don't like? Up or down, I don't know. Excellent. Anyway, it doesn't matter, as long as someone's on top. I picked, uh, I want, is, is something awful still a thing? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, okay, when I, back in the infancy of the infer- internet, which would be 10 years ago, <laughs> friends of mine were always looking up gore videos, and they were like, oh, go to something awful. I'm like, hell, no, I'm not going there. I Googled it, apparently it's all, like, it's expanded, it's more humor and Photoshop gags and shit like that, but there used to be a gore site. Looks like a, it's like the Goatsy headquarters. Yeah, no, I... You would find crap like that. Like, if you wanted to see the entrails of some poor hitchhiker in some forest because a bear got to it, you would find the oh, photos that's there. marvelous. Yeah. Um, but if, you, if, if you're not aware of uh, something awful, then I'm going to just go with MySpace because <laughs> it's so second rate. So 2007, though. So 2007. And I went with uh, Netflix. Because I figured you could just wait until the whole season was done and <laughs> binge watch it in a weekend and just fast forward just over the shit Just release it price. all at once. <laughs> Why do I have to wait? So uh, the vocal minority global multimedia monolith rolling on, it was an unexpected pleasure to realize that the USL is a rich new mine of pun meat. Oh, it's delicious. Which is our bread and butter, Absolutely of course, delicious. here. Uh, so the pun bowl... meat for our bread and butter make a good sandwich. Oh, that's, huh? that's a... That's a panini. Oh, that's... Oh, yes! yes! I'm out. <laughs> so, with that being said, the bold headline in your local paper after this match would have read like so. In the Hinkley Spectator, Charleston Battery Energized, not quite ever ready. Oh! Ooh. In the Globe and Knowles, Shots fired at Bono in USL debut. <laughs> in the Fletcher Evening Standard, TFC 2, like battery hens to the slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Tony Inquirer, it would have read, 
Battery to reds, get bent. <laughs> I was going to go with the TFC into running around like battery hens with their heads cut off, but I don't think battery hens really get to run around, do they? I don't, I don't think so. How just... big is your newspaper? <laughs> That's a big headline. Be snappy. It's the front page of the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 38 point headline. <laughs> My newspaper's just headlines, pictures, and that's it. Dewey defeats TFC 2. <laughs> Landslide. Simply the pun headline. You don't need to know the story. Nice. Yes, it's like the Metro. Indeed. Oh, there you go. Enjoying their spring break bye week. Spring break! Woo! The Reds are back at it this weekend with a trip to the Holy Kingdom of Utah and a date with Spanish royalty in Real Salt Lake. Unlike the first name of this weekend's match referee, this one isn't likely to be Hilario for TFC fans. Wow. We start off with a look. How do you come up with these? Oh, oh hours. Hours of research. It was it was the USL. It's really give me new sp- is envisioned me with new fire. <laughs> Excellent. We start off the match preview with a look at the Utah Dristas, with our chief looking at other teams' bureau chief, Duncan Fletcher. Um, yes, thank you, Tony. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. The uh, biggest thing about RSL this year is uh, they've abandoned their diamond midfield 4-4-2 that they've had a lot of success with over the years, going to 4-3-3 this year. Uh, only two games they've played so far, so difficult to really draw too many conclusions, but uh, they've only got two ties from it so far, so they've got a raging success. Uh, Personnel-wise, they did lose plenty of players in the off-season, whether to trades or the expansion draft, and when you add in losing players to injury or international call-up, there's more unfamiliarity than you would usually expect from them. Um, in goal, Nick Rubando, he's one of the players who won't be there, which is very good news. Sweet. Uh, he'll be replaced by Jeff Atinella, which, Sweeter. with all due respect to Atinella, is definitely a downgrade. Mmm, Atinella. Mmm. Uh, in defence, they did bring Jamison uh, Olave back from New York. Uh, he replaces Nat Borchers in the middle alongside Chris Schuler. Tony Belchin on the right, and probably Damar Phillips on the left. Um, looking at their last game, the home to Philly a couple of weeks back, the fullbacks get forward a lot. Uh, to help uh, sort of add numbers to the three-man midfield. Sun Wars! Mm-hmm. Great! <laughs> hey. This can't go anything Just but well. <laughs> Real no. Salt Lake. Um, that three-man midfield, is, that's where all the familiar quality is. Kyle Beckerman was the uh, defensive midfielder charged with keeping uh, Sebastian Javinko under wraps with Javier Morales as the attacking midfielder uh, going up against um, Colin Warner. Woo! Yes. Uh, of Werder of Werder Bremen fame? <laughs> yes, yes. I've heard of him. Werder Bremen's Colin Warner, yes. And he wasn't called up. <laughs> Surprising. Um, usually it's Luis Gill as the uh, third member of the midfield, but he's off uh, doing international stuff, so more than likely it'll be Luke Mulholland playing uh, the more box-to-box role there. Uh, up front, it's Olmez Garcia on the left, Sebastian Jaime on the right, Usually with Alvaro Sabarillo in the middle, but uh, again, happily, he's off with Costa Rica, so he gets downgraded to Devon Sandoval, which uh, all in all doesn't really seem all that intimidating, really. You know, tricky, but uh, not that lethal at all. Um, despite the formation change, they are still very possession-oriented through the middle with 
Olave, Beckham and Morales. And uh, that's really where this one's going to be won or lost. If Javinko can find space away from Beckham and Olave to create chances or even just drag them out of position a bit as a definite vulnerability without Romando, who stole them a point in their first game against Portland. Uh, going the other way, they really like to use the width to pull players out of position before switching into the middle where there's more space to um, for Morales and whoever to work. Having the likes of Osorio or Finley drop back to help defend out wide will be crucial just to allow Warner and Sheru to kind of stay in the middle and kind of clog that up and stop Morales from doing his thing or Beckham from Beckerman from causing problems with late run into space. Um, it's going to be exactly a year to the day since TFC got slaughtered 3-0 in their last game in sexy Sandy, Utah. Uh, also in the third game of last Stupid season. Sexy Sandy, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in their entire history, TFC has just one win in Utah back in 2007. So uh, probably for the best not to expect too much here. Back Done. to you, Tony. I like Giovinco versus... Uh... Beckerman, that's as close in this league as you get to Christian Slater versus Gary Oldman in True Romance. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Night boy. Yeah. laughs> the big news around this match is, of course, all of those absences TFC has through international suspensions and injury. Uh, going beyond this match only, has TFC already stumbled upon their Achilles heel only three matches into the season? Like, this is, the, this is far from the last time this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I fear they are utterly ill-prepared to handle things such as the absences such as this. Nonsense. Okay. Have okay. You, have you have you not heard or read Kurt Larson talking <laughs> oh, about that the, kind of nonsense. the magnificent mm. job Tim Bezbachenko has done? Our squad is the best it's ever been. It's not just about the stars. <laughs> oh, good. We're the tallest yeah, midget. That's yes. the lowest bar <laughs> yeah. ever. The squad's better than ever, so yeah. we're fine. Yes, we are better than Martin Sarich. Awesome. <laughs> no, but is it like? Do you think this like it's? Is this going to be the defining problem with this team going this Injuries year? Or well, absence, not being able to handle absences yeah. of any type. Well, like yes, I wrote, yeah. I wrote scary like three times in in two sentences. About, Did, all in a row. No, scary, 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 scary. Scary about this. <laughs> One exclamation point. Two exclamation points. Three exclamation points. Jesus, that's really scary. Yeah. Like just it, like. I'm frightened. I'm literally frightened about what this is going to look like in terms of all the players that are missing through injury suspension and international call-ups. We're missing what, like eight guys? Yeah, but I, I, but Mm. even okay, this is this game is maybe particularly bad. It has the potential for. But every time this happens, it's going to. That's what I mean. Yeah, because yeah, Yeah. there isn't the there's. It's not going to happen to this extent. No, you wouldn't think. We hope not. But well, apparently Mark Bloom's been injured since the preseason. Throw in a couple of injuries around the Gold Cup. No one knew that. Well, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. Right, like there's no there's yeah. no break in MLS during Gold Cup. That's just going to... Yeah. It's all about kind of coordinating the injuries with everything else. Mm-hmm. And form. Like, you know, mm-hmm. apart from... You know, the guys could just be off form. Sure. You throw that into the mix. There's nothing you can really do about that. But, so, I don't know. I get this leads to one or two things. They either see through the season with, like, the current crop and things get go from bad to worse every time there's a problem. Or it highlights something that's going to mean necessary change to the squad you know there is there is a small chance that some of these young guys will be able to elevate their games yeah i could see you know you you can't you can't discount that and i guess we shouldn't even though it's fun to um but we also can't depend on it like a lot of these guys this is their first crack at this they haven't played hardly at all in the off season or um 
in the season. And there's only so much moving back and forth between TFC 2 and TFC you can do unless you're signing guys to contracts. So if, if in absences, the guys that are playing can't step up their game, then it's just going to be but a that's, long... That's just, that's just filler, though. That's just, that's just filling out your numbers. That's right, not, but... You're not going to bring up the quality losing, to compete well, on a regular basis. Are we, though? That's the thing. Can any of these guys actually have the ability to, to On a consistent basis? Probably not. Probably not, no. 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 But I, that's the scary thing. I, I still go back to the 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 lack of that that meat of the team that Toronto has never ever seemed to have or been able to keep that that all the successful teams have those guys that are making you know between eighty to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars who are really really good at what they do. Yeah. We have guys like that that we pay way too much for, or we have guys at that pay rate who aren't that good. Mm-hmm. And those are the those are the gems of the league. It's you can have you can have Bradley and Altidor and Javinko and any other DPS you want, but those three are not going to win the games. They're not going to control the games, and they're not going to be there for, for Javinko, notwithstanding. But they they can't commit to the full season because they're going to get call ups. So who's their replacement? Well, this is what we're looking at. That's that that worries me less though. All I all I see is midfield on back and it. Just it just terrifies me. I've got so little faith in, like the back line this weekend is what. So it's Hagland, Perkis, Morgan, and Craval. Probably, most likely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that scares the crap out of me. And that's low end MLS. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not On that's not a back line that ever should ever be out there. But that's what they have to do now because. Mm-hmm. Half half of their starters are hurt. Yeah, and long before preseason, Duncan, you mentioned many times how top heavy you know they've yeah. created this team. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a it's a good, it's a, a, average to above average starting oh, sure. eleven starting when everyone is, is healthy and in the sure. line. Mm-hmm. It's but it's playoff material. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like the guys like Mark was talking about yeah. at a certain way. It's like spots eight to twenty in yeah. your roster. Yeah, you know we've got some good players right yeah. at the top. Our like bottom level is probably very much league average. There's some promising youngsters, some random veterans, whatever. But those guys that you're going to be relying on to come in and fill holes here or there, or just be on the bench and provide a decent option, probably are not up to league standard, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's an odd mixture because you've got you've got the Colin Warners, you got Jackson, mm-hmm. who is probably making too much money and lack of. Out, I about put. Jackson. Yeah, Everyone well, forgets exactly. about Jackson. Does he, does he travel this weekend? Jackson. God knows. Is he even match fit yet? Yeah, like, best team ever, Best the team that's ever been. <laughs> Let's go back to that quote. So, uh, biggest biggest loss in area, with all these absences this weekend, uh, what, what do you think area-wise, attack, midfield, defense, biggest uh, area has been affected? Defense. Yeah, defense. obviously. Like, yeah. I, I, no, like, no I, I would love to say midfield, but... It doesn't worry me nearly as much. Well, Bradley is a defender now. Well, so. exactly. That's yeah. true. We've lost half the defense right there. Yeah. Mm. But, no. It's, it's the three of the starters. Yeah. Three of what, sorry, three of what we thought were the starters were before the season are at this point. And how about a single player? When it's like this, single player, yes. out of all the ones missing, who do you think is the, the one we will that hurts the most? I'm going to say Caldwell. Only because it's the... He's the only one that I actually feel is a leader that isn't meddlesome and everything. Interesting. He just, not that our back four was amazing with him, but without him, it's it's a massive gap. I, my inst- yeah, I, I want to say Caldwell, but I keep Morrow keeps popping up in my head just yeah, again he as my second. Yeah. the most 
he still is the most consistent, most games defender that they've got. Smart player. I'd have to go with more too, only mostly because of the big drop off. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. Altador yes. is important up front. Absolutely. But Luke there's Moore, guys who can maybe can come, come in for a game and you're not going to, it's not going to be end of the world. Yeah. The drop off at Moro's position is steep. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably agree. I mean, just tactics wise, what we're doing, it just asks so much of the fullbacks, mm. just physically for being able to get forward and still be able to get back and help defend and be just intelligence wise, knowing when to get forward and when to be hanging back. You know, it is, uh, it's probably right back and left back with by the two positions, which probably the most challenging within the system that Vanny's playing. So, you know, we, uh, as I said, did drop off from Morrow to Morgan. It's like, mm, that's not good. And mm-hmm. in a particularly important position. Mm. Morgan didn't look bad on the weekend. He didn't but look bad, but we were, as we said in TFC 2, yeah. <laughs> he should have looked a lot dominant. Better. Yeah. Probably, you know, in that, so anyway. Uh, do you think um, that with RSL, as Duncan mentioned in the preview, some major absences uh, in Romando, Saborio, Gil, Vasquez, any chance that offsets the handicap TFC is going in with? A little. To a degree, yeah. Or, or, or are their replacements of that level slightly better than what we can offer as replacements? I think they're definitely dropping off as well. I mean, I think... You know, you'd have to maybe if Beckerman had got called up for the U.S. as well, then you know at that point you'd be yeah, saying, you know, yes, yes, those guys right. are there for the taking. Mm-hmm. As it is, you know, they've still got Beckerman and Morales, and you know their defense. You know, Olave, Shula, Beltran—that's a top quality MLS, mm-hmm. like three quarters of it at least defense. So, I'd still favor Salt Lake, especially with it being in uh, sexy Sandy, Utah. <sighs> Speaking of sexy Sandy, the match, as if the absence wasn't bad enough, it takes place, yes, in one of the toughest places in the league to play, I'd say, for Mm. any team, especially for TOC. Um, While RSL aren't quite the, you know, well-oiled Chrysan Lagerway machine of of old, if I were a player in MLS, I think probably that's the least favorite place I'd like to go play and try to get three points. Yeah. Not for, it's a nice looking stadium and all that stuff, but I mean, as far as trying to compete, I think it's arguably the toughest place to go. Mm-hmm. You've, got, you've got the weird altitude, you've got the time, you've got the, the distance, you know, from almost every other destination <laughs> exactly. in, in the league. Yeah, it's a bit outposty. Uh, so if, if you guys were super drafted, uh, would you fear that stadium the most or somewhere else? I was super drafted. I have a king, so it wouldn't matter. <laughs> um, I think, you know, a lot of people probably look at like, Gillette Stadium and say, mm, not in so much as, oh, it's so tough, but it's just, you know. It sucks. Scary and cursed I'm sure place. Thierry Henry went and played in Sandy every year. It was mm. like Gillette Stadium that scared him off. Oh, the other plasticky bits. True. As far as just being, like, a competitively hard place to play, though. I don't know if Gillette, I mean, teams go into Gillette and, and pick up and points. they do. Potentially actually. Seattle. Mm, yeah, because of the they've got the plastic pitch. And yeah, they've got a lot of fans. It's, it's yeah. noisy. Is, is Portland play. is Portland plastic or is it grass? They do have turf. Yes, it is plastic. I I would I would agree with you. RSL first. I would say Portland mm. a close second, only because it's such a weird shaped, like and it's also if I'm not mistaken, it's a it's a shorter pitch, yeah. not by much, but it's a shorter pitch yeah. and 
and there's an entire side of the stadium that has no stand. Not New York yeah. Stadium. Not not Yankee Stadium. Oh, sure. that's, no. that's, it that's it is stupid. That, it is a converted baseball stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, it's amazing. Converted. But it's actually that's a good point, though. You wouldn't want to play a historic Yankee Stadium with those ghosts of all the Yankee legends <laughs> and everything. That guy across, across, the across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across the... What? Yeah, oh. yeah. Ooh, we're in the parking lot. <laughs> 40 years of continuous football, Duncan. Another lie. I agree with Mark. No one took BZ plays. No. That's no. 60 years of continuous football. Yeah, right? yeah, no, I had, I had Portland GFC second to place. Rio de Exactly. It can be difficult. But it's got those upper deck streamers. It's scary. <laughs> hey, so no streamers in the league. Yeah. They could collapse. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's true. Oh, they go. go. <laughs> they go. Yes. Actually, you are literally taking your life into exactly. your hands. Exactly, that's yeah. just yeah. like rolling the dice right it's there. like Houston seemed a bit like it would be a difficult place to go. It used to be. I don't yeah, know that it is day. anymore. Yeah. And it's still got the you know the the heat and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Like Houston are crap now. So. Mm. So despite the doom and gloom heading into the match, uh, this is of course MLS, where anything can happen on any given Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. <laughs> so panel finished the sentence. TFC can beat RSL if they did figure out their defensive staffing and formations and perhaps play more conservatively. It also depends. I. I'm expanding. This is a long sentence. Yeah, I'm expanding it. Also depends on which RSL show up, because their 3-3 draw at home included a known goal from Olave, so they seem to be as all offensively volatile as they are defensively volatile. So, um, yeah, they can keep the back four together. Might have a chance. If they can offset the fairly inexperienced back line with more composure and thought through the midfield and attack. Uh, they will win if they can score more goals. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Answer just, stolen. To slightly expand on that. <laughs> one. Yeah, as I mentioned, it's, you know, if Jovinko can not get kind of bottled up by you know, Beckerman or just physically beaten down by Olave, if he can actually do some stuff, then you know, I, I don't think Luke was great, but he's, he seems to have a bit of a knack for scoring goals, so it's plausible. He's very happy here. He's the wizard. According to his first interview. Right. Yeah. He's like Prince. He's been quiet for a year. <laughs> exclusive interview. I, uh, only thing I had in my blank was maybe to let Sheru marshal the midfield. Sure. Kind of that could be fun. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, you don't give it to Colin Warner. Right? Hmm. Yeah. But, but I, I think but he, I think a, he might be the yeah. the experienced linchpin there to be able if they if they can manage anything consistent going forward he may be the the, the key because as we've mentioned with the fullbacks yeah not enough experience there this weekend to to make that happen FIFA thirteen he always marshaled my midfield so. <laughs> there you go they can't be <laughs> wrong they can't, and so far they've been right they've they predicted this mm. accurately so did did they beat Real Salt Lake in FIFA 13 because why the hell Salt Lake Real Salt Lake, Salt Lake? <laughs> you didn't have the, in 2013 were really good you have, didn't you, have, the big have you seen the teams that you can play in you didn't in have FIFA? the the Marseille um you know Real Salt Lake Boca Junior oh that that, that three way that. tournament oh no 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 we 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 had Portland Timbers <laughs> for, for uh, why would we go to Real Salt Lake it's such a hard place to play <laughs> so with so many TFC players not suiting up this weekend, if they're with, for those are they're with the team, yeah, it always leaves a window open to some uh, late night shenanigans on the road. Mm. Hey, it's Sunday. Yeah, exactly. If TFC players happen to get into a club Escobar esque scandal in the Mormon party town, what would happen? Um, I figure that uh, more Lovitz and Delgado will visit the Salt Lake Temple. And they're not going to sign the visitor's book, what? which you're supposed to do. Shit. 
Bastards. Then they're going to get chased out by LDS members with matching white shirts, ties, and backpacks. And also in the most non-threatening manner possible. That's a felony in Utah. Shortly thereafter, the club quickly trades Lovett to DC, who bags five goals. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, what could happen... Eric Zavaleta, of course, knows where Unky Greg keeps the keys to the team van. True. Oh. So he rounds up the uh, rookies, takes them out to Salt Lake's Late Night Hotspot, which is a nice milk parlor, where they get to choose between Plain and Wintergreen. And then they stay up until the last joint in town closes. Nasty. 7.30pm. <gasps> wow, some after hours ice cream there. Somebody <laughs> call Julian B. Guzman. This is getting <laughs> out of hand. So I do have them at the, at the club in Sandy. The, 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 club. the 4-H club. There's, there's only <laughs> <laughs> the 4-H club? Yeah, yeah, So, but at the end of the night, uh, Kanaku's scared a bunch of people because he's trying to dance and they think he's going on a bit of a rampage. Mm. Uh, Morgan's trying to use nasty left back as a pickup line and uh, that's just not working. But Hagland is the big winner here. He leaves the club. Three wide. Nice. <laughs> it's got that Mormon hairstyle. But that's not really scandalous. Though, no, that's responsible. That's, that's, that's what you do. It was scandal. Oh, I, I do. Just one scandal. Wife. Yes. <laughs> it just be uh, one wife. It was scandal. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's that's scandalous. Uh, break dyke. So break dyke. Mm. Let's start that again. Mm. <laughs> scandalous. I, I had uh, one of those when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Put the little Break dyke. Look, I made an owl. Uh, it's injured. <laughs> These lights are broken in the bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? A couple months of before. Mm. Uh, yeah, but if you want scandalous, Bright DK is somehow going to wake up with nine wives. Properly scandalous. Jonathan Osorio will get uh, converted. He's going to end up in a Mormon missionary. And uh, Colin Warner, still influenced by his time in Montreal, uh, is going to get uh, arrested and locked up for years for a uh, tabernacle tabernacle mix-up. <laughs> they, they've got yeah. no patience for that. Yeah. yeah they're not Tic-tackle tabernacle. Yes. <laughs> this is the last of the apples. This is the ultimate of outrage. This is the year I come and there I go. I lay my body by the side of the road. And what I wish I must have felt and everything I held. It must be gone by the touch of your wrong. Hey, you elitist TFC snobs. We aren't the only club in this league. There are soon to be 50 other clubs as well. <laughs> and to see what they got up to this past weekend, here once again is our chief looking at other teams bureau chief, Duncan Fletcher, with this week's MLS wins and losses. Thank you, Kristen. Yep. Remember last week when goals and entertainment happened and all was good in MLS? <gasps> yeah, good times. Yeah. This week, not so much, really. There's pretty much nothing happened. I left to, uh, yes, we'll have to rely on nasty tackles and fun quotes to fill uh, this out. But uh, anyway, let's get to it. Uh, biggest winners. Once again, it's uh, Mark Dinkley's FC Dallas. Yeah, Canada Light. Uh, for A, actually being one of the few teams that actually managed to score some goals mm -hmm. this week. Uh, they beat Philly 2-0 in a game postponed from Friday night to Saturday afternoon, but sadly still with the awful Friday night Unimass commentators. Uh, also, they're the only team left now with a 100% record in the entire league uh, after basically two and a half rounds 
Yay for parody. And now you're going to believe us. Mm. Uh, it was easy enough for Dallas after Philly had Zach Pfeffer sent off for an elbow to Mario Diaz. Pfeffer blamed Diaz for being too short, saying, If it happened to a guy like Blas Perez, I might have hit him in the shoulder. Classic blame the victim. Yes. That was amazing. He was asking for it. <laughs> Pretty much. Clearly. I mean, you, you Grow an inch, would ya? Jovinko yeah. was not gonna like this one. You can't not elbow that guy. He would have missed him completely. <laughs> You're just running Whoosh. along with your arms naturally. Oh, shit, I hit him in the head. Oh, yeah. Break his hair. What's to do? Hmm? Uh, best thing about the union was the uh, the banner someone bought of a bundled up Homer Simpson saying, lousy smart weather, which I enjoyed. That's good. That's mm. good. Uh, the other team, the 100% record going into the week, were among the big losers here. DC United. Uh, they rather limply lost 2-0 to their arch rivals, the New York Red Bulls. Bradley Wright Phillips and Lloyd Sam with the goals. Ben Olsen wasn't happy. <laughs> it was shit, he said. I don't know what we think we earned, what gives us the right to step on the field in the first half with that type of mentality, but that will change. I know that. Was that what the S star 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 was? Mm. Oh. It's an expletive. It's a, what could he be saying? Oh. I don't know. I hope he looked at the camera before saying, I know that. <laughs> I know that. Mm. Whenever you it's see that, scary times. Times. do you ever pick the wrong word just because you could? <laughs> Go on. Scary times in the DC uh, dressing room, I'm sure, this week. Scary. Scary. Scary! Yes. Three exclamation points. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, back to winners. Uh, this was San Jose's big rank end. Uh, they opened up their new stadium and couldn't have planned their opponent better, getting League Pats' Chicago fire. Uh, they duly went 2-0 up inside 21 minutes, including a first-ever MLS goal to everyone's favourite hard trier, Ty Harden, after 7,522 minutes of MLS playing time. Finally got his first goal, so good for you, Tad. Legend! Yes. Uh, they then cruised home for a comfortable enough 2-1 win. Everyone's happy, and they now have uh, six points from three games. Uh, as for Chicago, they scored a goal! Yay! That's nice. Yallop uh, is safe. First of the season. <laughs> uh, but now they're dead bottom of the entire league. Uh, the only team without a point to their name. Still early in the season. Mm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's been well, you know. I think he's, he's definitely favourite for the Sacros, oh, isn't he? Dale Love Mitchell it. is firing Absolutely. up his resume. Yes. <laughs> um, they're last because the other two teams going into the weekend with zero points and zero goals, Montreal and New England, played each other and came away with a thoroughly predictable and dull nil-nil draw. Uh, for the second game in a row, Montreal lost a player to a weird injury, Cameron Porter injuring his knee by landing awkwardly after jumping with no one really around him. Sucks. Mm. Is uh, tough. He, he looked quite good in the CCL things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Montreal also had Hassoun Kamara sent off, which shocking. Mm, as any good TFC fan knows, is an instant game changer and brings inevitable defeat with all blame going to the ref. No question. Every time. Done. Yes. Or not. Uh, here's our boy Diego Fagundes. Hey, watch your mouth. Yes. When it was 10 men, I thought we were going to be able to score one, but they just went straight defense and it was kind of hard to get in the box. We were playing around the box and trying to get chances in, but we couldn't get one in. Huh. Go down to ten men, concentrate on defense, and earn a point. That's, that's, that's revolutionary. Is yes. What that is. is that New England revolutionary? Because Tony yeah. sensitive. <laughs> uh, so both those teams do now have a point, but still no goals. Uh, they joined in that dubious stat by Colorado, who got their second 0-0 of the season against New York City. And have now gone 16 games uh, without a win going back to last season, closing in on the all-time record. For some reason, when you said losing to New York City, like the whole city? 
Go on. Mm. Statton's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not to worry, though, for the Rapids. Those goal-scoring woes will be solved by the addition of new DP, Irishman Kevin Doyle. Yeah, that'll do it. Fiddle dee dee. <laughs> yes. Feel uh, the excitement. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like fiddle the excitement. Nee. Two more winless teams played out another nil-nil draw, Portland and the Sporks, and they nearly got a fourth nil-nil of the weekend until Octavio Rivero scored an injury-time winner for Vancouver over Orlando. Uh, probably the biggest talking point there was Kikute managed two-footed lunge that should have got a red card, but the ref showed leniency and only a yellow because, hey, it was on Aurelion Calan, so first fair. <laughs> Everyone's wanted someone to do that for years now, so true. you, you can't complain Pro referees really believe in karma. Mm, fact. It's true. Um, there was bad news, though, for Sam Adekugbi, who had to be substituted off, pulled out of the upcoming Canada squad after a collision with Donovan Ricketts, left him with severely bruised ribs. Uh, finally, LA and Houston tied 1-1. Robbie Keane scored, managed to avoid rude gestures, which is nice. Uh, instead, serving himself for a grumpy post-game interview. Uh, here's a selection of his quotes. Uh, we need to get better. We need to get better. When you have a game that's there for the taking, playing at home, get off to a great start and give a silly goal away. At this level, that's not good enough. When we got the goal, we were good for about 10 minutes and then we stopped playing. You can see I'm not in a good mood. Can we do this over and you say it with an Irish accent? Because yeah. <laughs> I felt like you were slipping on to it. No, it, it, it started, started and then it went away. It started Yorkshire, then a bit of Ireland. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. This is what we get awards for. So, Okay, um, just say feck. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times all around this year for Robbie. He's enjoying himself. Um, but the big news of Minnesota becoming the next expansion side set to happen on Wednesday. Uh, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Bit dull, really. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks. It's like podcasting with five year olds. Nice. <laughs> Two of them? It's like she's in the room. That's stereo. stereo. Everybody, it's Bitchy Blakes! Cardos! Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game and hopefully yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank was... After scoring a goal, Kai Kamara donned a construction hat. The next time a TFC player scores, they should do blank. Before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what did you have for this fine blank? I put uh, TFC players should don a top hat, just like our proposed TFC mascot I'm waiting, Currency Charles Wood. And then light a cigar with an inflamed $100 bill. But it's plastic, so it'll probably melt really quick. Mm. I said they should don a giant Wall of Honor shirt. Because if you score a goal, you're never that far away. True. <laughs> uh, I've got a, a bit of a long one here. This is involved. Oh. Uh, but uh, oh, do you, do you let us let us light a smoke. Yeah, yes. sit back. <laughs> like currency <laughs> Charles would. Mm -hmm. After they score a late goal to take the lead, TFC should have one player sign a check while another rubs his shoulders. 
two of them do a funny little dance while shunning a third player who tries to join in. Another player pulls a troll face while someone else gives him the finger. Someone pulls a corner flag out to hoist it to the sky. Another pulls a different corner flag out to shoot it like a rifle. One does a Mike Toshak style forward roll, while the last one runs to the pile of seat cushions he's hidden behind the goal and throws them at everyone. Everyone gets a yellow card, for five of them it's their second and they get sent off, and so the game gets abandoned and they piss away the win, which is what makes it really TFC. I may have counted 12, but that's amazing. Subs. They're, you know, practicing on the sideline. He's got me. He's got me. They were doing the little jog. Yeah, yeah, and they're... We will allow it. No, it's cool. Subs. We're going to go with the subs plot. That's, I think there was only 11 there. That's quality. Count back, listeners. Count back. Super quality. Good job, Doug. Go back, listen to me. That's fascinating. You kept going. It's like... Ooh, you got to count. That was a rich tableau of TFC history. Oh, it's amazing. They should do something to pay tribute to an actual proper TFC goal scorer. They're going to put on a Kuverman's kit, have a pancake, and a little uh, roll of a Catan dice. Oh, very nice. It's very nice. That'd be confusing. But this week's winner is a new winner, I believe. Uh, Kevin at Yelling at Soccer on the Twitters. It's a great Twitter handle. It really is. Yes. Uh, TFC player, uh, they should have Jovinko perch on Altidore's arm by offering him a piece of meat, bitchy style. God. <laughs> That's a mascot. Pickle. Pickle. Shoot, I forgot to write down oh, what you sent in the email. <laughs> Next week's blank is the Argos BMO Field lease agreement requires blank. Please send us your responses to us on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA using the hashtag BitchyBlanks or to any, any of our individual Twitter accounts. Uh, do play as often as you like, but play early and only early. I do get bored at work. You can play on time. No, no, no. Apparently only early. No, no. Just not late. <laughs> no, not late. <laughs> We Don't penalize people for being perfectly on yeah, time. No. Mm-hmm. I just like to point or, out that, or even that, slightly that this tardy. week's winner came from a late response. So mm. I was yeah. hours before. Mm. That, that was not late <laughs> because I was on doing this. <laughs>Yes, 2007's worst kept secret looks about to finally come to its inevitable ending as reports circle that a lease deal to allow the CFL's Toronto Argonauts 100 years of tradition, eh? <laughs> to move into BMO Field is nearly a done deal. We have all said our piece on this and uh, everyone's a winner, of course, in this deal, except TFC fans. Uh, but I have to say the near finality of it this time has kind of left me with a pit in my stomach yesterday i was like uh it's like now it's now it's really here yeah this has always been inevitable. I, I oh no i know it's been inevitable but it's now it's 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 like when you were a kid and really didn't want to go to the dentist and it was always a week away it was a few days away and then it was the night before Ugh. and that, that's what it feels like now and it's yeah. like oh i might have to make a decision sometime in the yeah. next couple of years but that is that's a scary part yeah mm-hmm. So I guess the only unexpected side to the rumored deal now is that uh, the Argos have sunk from being potential acquisition uh, of the MLSE juggernaut down to leaseholder. Well, because who oh. wants to own the Argos? Yeah. Nobody. 
So knowing MLSE, uh, they are about to work themselves a really sweetheart deal here. Mm-hmm. Um, surely there's no way... <laughs> well, you would imagine there's no way the Argos have gone from a deal at Rogers Centre where they got nothing to being so desperate that they've gone to BMO Field for a deal where they get nothing. I imagine that's pretty much. But yeah, that's that, that's that what, what I feel like. Do you? Do you mm. I, I think that. Like, what do you think MLSE is asking for in this deal? I think they probably want the lion's share of concessions and game receipts. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Screw you, Argos. Yeah. Like, we're we're letting you use our stadium. We're retrofitting. I'm not it. saying what you would say. I'm saying what they would say. But they've, yeah. they've built all these fancy clubs and that exactly. sort of thing. Yeah. They haven't done that to let other people make money. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. I think they are going to get a really, really shitty deal out of MLSE, and so yeah, a few years down the line, you know, no one's going to be. You know, really doesn't want the team. No one's going to be wondering. Oh, yeah. So we're stuck in this really crappy lease where it's pretty much impossible to make money. That doesn't make them an attractive buy. So. Eventually, it's just going to be a question of how much money does Brearley have to give MLSE to... To take them to off take his hands? Them. Yeah, they buy the debts. That's how I see it coming in. Eventually, yeah. somewhere down the line, MLSE buys them for its debt at zero dollars. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Brearley has largely been a, uh, an owner in the CFL, almost at a philanthropic level. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's owned the Ticats. He's owned, he owns the BC Lions and the Argos. I mean, he's the Lamar Hunt of the CFL. Yeah, it's and then, so weird. And, and, like, it's, it to me, it always takes so conflict of interest. I'm not sure how this happens. You know what? Yeah, but it's a better as, as an MLS to... podcast. We we have to watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know. I I it I can't help but think like that. This is the team is a debt pit. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't you just maybe it is? We'll buy them for like the 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 token one dollar or whatever happens and and. Otherwise, I still don't understand the economics of why you would spend $10 million just to retrofit the stadium to fit a team that gets nine home dates. Man, like, but that's there it is. It's your dates. Even if you no, get, but, even if you get fifteen. I mean, that that Grey Cup final they get to hold yeah. every five years will be a money maker. Yeah. Oh, without without a doubt. But how much? Like, how much is that part alone? Just demoing that stand and rebuilding it with retractable seats. And reworking the the walkway, like that's that's probably yeah. It's more than ten million. It's more than ten million. Nine dates isn't like you're there. I don't want to say they're never going to recoup, but I don't understand how they could. There's listen, MLSE's bean counters have gone over. If there was one dollar to be made, yeah, I know. I realize that, but even just looking at what what the attendances are and what your average but, price I, and but what, this this was that was the sacrifice they had to they had to go to the city you know to to. Be able to do everything and say, okay, we'll we'll do the Argo thing. By the way, you're you're gonna totally get out of our way when we're you know we need this done so we yeah. can have winter classics, mm-hmm. gray cups, whatever other you know, yeah. monster truck they madness they want to rearranged. <laughs> yes, they rearranged the agreement as well. So the city gets a certain amount of money, yeah, and TFC gets all the well, MLSC gets all the revenue. They don't. It's not sharing a percentage of it like it was before. Yeah. So maybe yeah, maybe so that's what it is. Then. MLSC will, especially you know, all the hospitality options they've brought in, they're going to be making a lot of money uh, out of the stadium now. And, you know, yeah, all right, well, if we had to have the Argos to be able to do that, yeah, you know, they'll lose money probably on the Argos specifically themselves, but overall it'll make money. And adding a Grey Cup or a Winter Classic every couple of years, golden. Yeah. It's frightening. Still frightening. Mm-hmm. I'll give MLSE credit, and you know, I don't think for a second 
I mean, I imagine this release is going to become official very soon. I don't think for a second they aren't behind the timing of it. It is too perfect. It is almost the... If you charted a midway point of selling season tickets, they finished selling 2015 tickets. It's the longest period before they have to try and sell 2016 tickets. Yeah. I can't be the only one who thinks this is completely premeditated and that, you know, they looked at it and said, well, people are going to... TFC fans are going to be angry and hashtagging and be you know telling us they're not coming back maybe you know if we could just wait it out a few months if, if the longest period of anger if we announce it now it's the best possible time but but tony what announcement i mean i've read about how they are on the road still and international call-ups that we can be proud of <laughs> and their corporately controlled downloadable audio information platform that's now available and gold cup pre-sales nothing is happening in tfc land everything is awesome and great what announcement are you talking about? Skip ad. Yeah, really. Well done, Mark. <laughs> Fuck. Fun of the week. <laughs> Jesus. It's not Supporter Appreciation Month yet. Mm, good point. Good yeah. point. Till then, piss on everything. <laughs> so, I think this was always when we were going to hear about this. Like, it had to happen this year. They can't spring it on mm. us next year. Well, I mean, now that you put it that way, it's a hell of a conspiracy. I I love him. I'm 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 I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. It's also a fair distance away from the home opener. So you know, like there's still there's still lots of yeah. other games to distract and yeah. get people pumped up for the home opener. But it's not so close to the Argos announced that people won't be talking about it. Oh, home opener! Yeah. 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 I think they also had to wait for the the new CFL commissioner exactly. to come in, which yeah. just happened like a week ago. Yeah. So, so true. That was a big thing. I, I I would like to know, like I would like to meet some of these. TFC supporters that are, Argos are so no who are so who forget so quickly about the scrap and you know are going to be so oh this is a great thing by September I, I <clears throat> we have been suffering through seven years of this crap we're yeah. still here this is true where where the people where are. we are those people no but I I mean to, it's a different kind of crap so no but to that, think that there that there's somebody who's 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 raging now and is going to forget like I'm not going to forget this because. Oh, I've been be worried about this. If, if they can manage a playoffs this year, it, it will quell the the anger quite yeah, a bit. It's not so bad. Oh, look, take my chances. Yeah. Which most people will say, and fair enough. No, I'll be one of them. Jump, well, even me, I'm not going to jump ship until I see, no, until you see exactly it. how bad, see it. Yeah, bad exactly. they're going to muck this up. Yeah. But, you know, that brings me to my next question. In the whole thing, and, and this is just the latest chapter, who's, who's the villain in this? I, I don't blame the Toronto Argonauts whatsoever. No. They're scrambling for their existence, and, and they're hustlers of the highest order. Mm. You know, like, I do partially blame the rich old white men who run the city and the facilities here. They're smack of baby boomers who are, want, you know, a nice place for the team they grew up with mm -hmm. one last time with no recognizance of the demographics of these two franchises and which is you know which, Kelly. <laughs> or oh, oh, sorry except bless you <laughs> excuse me or, or apparently without wanting to make an investment of their own to yeah. see the see it through like mm. to me there's you know you can you could build you can build a bare bone stadium for for 40 million dollars which doesn't seem which seems like a lot of money and it is a lot of money but you know, if you make it, say, a football-specific stadium and you make most, if not all, of the high school football teams play there, mm. it be it actually becomes like a, a, a civic building that gets used by the city and, you know, all, and all the kids to 
for football, specifically for we football. We have gasoline leaking out of our subway tunnels. No, that's, that's a today problem. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that instead they were kind of like, oh, we're going to we're gonna bang the drum and root and wave our little pointy triangular banners and, and, and go Argos, Argos, and, but we're not really actually going to do anything and we'll hope that corporate Toronto or corporate Canada sorts itself out and sells it. Mm-hmm. Well, here's your solution. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And did they? I mean, the Panam Games. <laughs> they were coming along, throwing money at everyone. All right, yay! And Hamilton what, got the stadium. What, yeah, exactly. Why? Why didn't Toronto get itself a new soccer stadium for the Panam Games? That oh, it's a football stadium. Why did that have to go to fucking Hamilton? Shut up, fuckers. Fuck you. Yeah, you, you. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a Darlington when I get home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gloves are off. Do they want to play in the CFL yet? Beyond, no, I don't believe okay. the CFL. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Kristen. Thanks. Beyond all, all the blame, I still put MLSE on top of Oh, yeah. yeah. They're but, absolutely yeah. the villains. I, I refuse to refuse. I hate the narrative that their hands were tied. Nobody in this city ties their hands. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, nobody. Specifically, Tim Lewicki. Yeah. Yes. And you look back for all their faults, you know, in Anselmi and Pauburn. When they built the North Stand, they, the whole hype was, yeah, we're putting in this giant chunk of concrete that will make it impossible for the Argos to come in. Hooray! Did the city stop them? No. But then, obviously, you know, Tim Lewicki's got visions of, yeah, we can't just be going with this, you know, crappy little tin pot of a stadium. We need a, a footballing version of the ACC. We need all our bells and whistles and hospitality things and we need this to be able to host a winter classic and uh yeah yeah, well if you you say we have to have the argos whatever that's just nine extra dates ten extra dates whatever it is gray cups yep let's bring it on and you know tfc and tfc supporters yeah those that little immigrant team can well they'll be okay they'll they'll scream and rant for a while and then they'll be fine if they want if they truly had tfc's best interest Listen, they don't. They haven't filled up that stadium in a long time. There's no, no need for it to be thirty odd thousand seats. No. absolutely not. You you want to you want to fill in the future, my ass. You want to you want to add some seats. Fill in the corners. Exactly. Make make a better north stand that isn't a glorified beer patio covering. And there, good enough. I, I don't give give a shit about a roof. We're not even getting one anywhere. We're getting you know, you know a canopy. Uh, yeah, patio covering uh, thing. Umbrella. Yes. <laughs> You know, so yeah, if if they really truly had wanted to make, there was other ways to make this a better soccer stadium, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with adding a, an upper deck and all this other shit. It, it could have made it nice, filled insides, and that's it, and a better north stand, and done. Then you have you have up, but it's as we've all said, and we all know, it's nothing. About, TFC is so far down on their list of, you know, priorities of priorities of, of what expanding BMO Field is about. So it's all about maximizing revenue. So I still can't believe they haven't gotten an NFL team yet to build their 80,000 seats. Oh, they probably wouldn't move the Argos there anyway. No, they wouldn't move the Argos there, but they could have their winter classic. Well, that's true. That's a good point. Obviously, that fell through. Hundred thousand yeah. people there for a hockey game to see crappy Leafs. It seemed that that, that story seemed like it was germinating last year, mm-hmm. Downsy thing, and then yeah, obviously, but, but obviously not NFL is an interest. No, the Bills didn't seem to be. That much of totally a Bon Jovi, right? Yeah, yeah. I could have forgotten about that. But when the Bills were like all those games the Bills played here, I didn't see. I saw some hype, but it didn't seem like it was a big deal. They certainly did, they didn't how sell you, out. How could you be excited about not your team? Yeah, it's 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 a Buffalo team yeah. with in a terrible stadium. Like that's a terrible yeah, stadium. Of course it is. That is that is a barely a good stadium for baseball, and it's a terrible stadium for 
any type of football. And now you're going to pay, like, paying $300 for, for, the, for, like, the lower bowl seats. The Why would you want to the sit bills. there? Yeah. Why? Who's <laughs> like? I can understand the people who who are diehard NFL fans who are like, oh, you know, it's in our backyard. Let's go. That novelty wears off within the first ten minutes when you craned your neck moving it side to side because the person who's literally at eye level in front of you is is in your way. Yeah, and that's not that's not particular to NFL fans. There's been those big, uh, you know, wafer matches that we've had in Toronto. Yeah. Celtic versus Inter Milan. Ugh. Skydome. Yeah, Skydome, and I don't, I don't, I love football, but I don't care about these two big clubs. I have to go sit in Skydome. Yeah, two teams I really don't have any feelings over anyway. Yeah, it's not that different. If that was here every year, like the Bills series, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I I would like. I mean, not that I'm an NFL fan in any way, shape, or form, but I'd be a hell of a lot more inclined to support a Toronto NFL team Mm -hmm. than the Buffalo Bills NFL Mm -hmm. team. So as mm-hmm. as has been the hallmark of the story since uh, since Spima Field was built, really, only time will tell. Uh, once this episode is released, there will be a poll on the corresponding article on VocalMinority.ca, and we want to know what would actually make you stop going to live TFC matches after this whole thing is done. One will be Argo's in and I'm out. Two, torn up surface or return to turf. Three, very visible CFL field markings at a TFC match. Four, being offered to buy Argos tickets by my TFC rep. Or five, <laughs> nothing could stop me from going to TFC. So we'd love you to add your opinion to this debate. When the uh, when you're hearing this podcast, you can go to our site and take part in the poll. Do it now. No, no, wait. Listen to the rest of the show, then do it. Yeah, good idea. Good call. If you go off the page, it'll screw up your yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, and yeah start all over again. <laughs> say goodbye for this episode we must make time for a round of everyone's favorite slash distressing game vmp would you rather Ooh, exciting heady stuff <laughs> who wants to go first i'll go first oh boy all right would you rather be part of the crew that scrubs the bemo pitch clean of paint after every argos game they won't exist or <laughs> have to argue with their fans about tradition during every TFC match instead of actually getting to watch the game. Whose tradition are we arguing? Theirs or ours? Mm. Their tradition. It's tradition. Oh, that's easy. Our goals are terrible. Um, <laughs> but you don't get to watch the game. You have to like focus on this person. Yeah, but I come with Hamilton game. Rage, so I, I will take that one. That's not, that's not a torture. That's a joy and a privilege. The whole season? <laughs> Oh yeah. Right. Uh, I'll go with the uh, the the paint cleaning. You know, it's always good to have a job. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice little job to learn by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Growth and, opportunities. Uh, you know, the, that that like paint strip of fumes is, is going to be good times. Oh think? yeah, yeah. By the time you by the time you reach the fifty yard line or the Rona ad, you're flying high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. Doing that too. Yeah. Sorry, is that is that your choice? Yeah, I'll take the, I'll take paint fumes too. I don't want to talk. to Also, them who doesn't want to be a stripper? Yeah, <laughs> lifelong goals. There we go. Would you rather Montreal win Champions League and secretly make Garber weep behind closed doors because it wasn't one of his big American clubs, 
or Vancouver win MLS Cup and make Garber weep openly. <laughs> uh, Montreal win the CCL. <laughs> Sorry. Are you, okay? Are you okay, Tony? <laughs> Tony with clearly a visible butt clench. <laughs> No, I'm, I feel like I'm the only one around who doesn't want them to win. The I'm, I'm quite enjoying Montreal CCL. Right? Good Not just in the sense of, uh, yeah, you're going to support MLS. It's no, no. Not good not about no. I want to see a Canadian club win this before an American club. It's just too for good day. funny. No, not them. Anyway, I'll take Vancouver just because not them. Oh, not them to Vancouver as well. well oh, but MLS not Cup going to get that far the, anytime the soon. CONCACAF mm. Champions League. Kristen. Am I like tiebreaker on this shit? No, I'm just you can have your opinion. It's not a vote. Yes, you are the tiebreaker. This is basically <laughs> the official vocal minority podcast opinion. position. And whatever you choose will probably actually happen in real life. Stop mm. saying those things. I don't know. That's I hate them both. It's horrible. Would you rather Mark I hate you? <laughs> um, that's that's what a good one does. <sighs> Vancouver. Wow. Whew. Shocking. Good mm. Montreal won't win. I'll go. Mm. Would you rather be rich but have to spend 18 hours a day in the Budweiser King patio mm. in full volume nice. at, at its peak? Sure. Or be dirt poor but have to spend 18 hours a day in the real sports bar and grill? Oh, you're a bastard. Do I have money to purchase the goods that are sold there even if I'm poor? No, you're dirt poor. For goodness! So you're just hanging out there doing nothing. So they don't kick you out. <laughs> you can probably get scraps. Do you get to watch tables. the TVs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's much. Why, so can, why can you like sit somewhere if you want? They, they they allow you to like sit and be comfy. Is this only during game time? Eighteen hours a day. Oh, a day. oh shit! I'll take that one. You're dirt poor. You can't do shit. No, 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 shit no. no, no. I'm taking the king, the king, king patio. Yeah. yeah. All right, you're rich. You can buy everything in there, but you gotta listen to like bros bumping and yeah, I'm at yeah, but, sports. yeah but for 330 days of the year it's for goodness empty no ah. no no i said it, i said in full oh yeah i said in there. full volume this guy bending the freaking no, rules just full volume just means they play that shitty music over and over again rule bender 18 hour mark dance party. i get and i also get vacations and i for goodness vacation like a champion yeah i'm going to real sports mm. You're i poor. will uh, i will also go real sports as i got a better variety of TVs and entertainments to, to get me through the 18 hours of hunger. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Drinking water out of the men's bathroom. <laughs> sure. Would you rather MLSC be upfront with what they are truly getting of the Argos deal or quote unquote take behind take what's behind door number one, aka see what the club is going to do to appease its soon to be pissed supporters? I'm not sure I understand the question. Would you rather, could you please repeat I would, the question? I would like would, to force MLSE to be honest. Yeah. Would you rather MLSE be honest or would you or would you take your chances say. to find out what we're going to be paying Oh, no. Out? Honesty. Honesty. Okay. It would be uncomfortable for them, which I would like. I know. I know. Mm. Um, would you rather, uh, for your the, the back four of your defense, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Mm-hmm. Oh, Ghostbusters. Oh. Proper manly Ghostbusters. Yeah, I not cartoon say. Ghostbusters. Mm. Yeah. Oh, but women Ghostbusters. Uh, what the? Please, please, please don't count. It hasn't happened. Dunka, please. Don't uh. start. Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'd take mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. They, yeah. they could stop a giant marshmallow. They could stop whatever RSL does. I, I'm, I'm thinking uh, Ninja Turtles as well. Just, uh, I mean, Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello. That's like <laughs> Ita- on, Italians know exactly. how to defend. Exactly, it'll be packed at Nemo. Yeah. Limbed. They won't have to be like all over the place and like, sh- shooting down giant marshmallows. They're Italian. They'll know yeah, what to do. Yeah, but they're going to get caught out of position so often. They're single-named. They sound more like Brazilian defenders. Yeah, they do. And sure. no one wants four Brazilian <laughs> defenders. It's already Pizza Pizza sponsorship. It's perfect. Mm. And, uh, you know, Ghostbusters on Ninja Turtles in the bedroom. <laughs> Art really uh, Ghostbusters, come on. Press on packs, suits, very sexy. Egon. Yeah, I gotta go with Ghostbusters. The too much knife play with the turtles. Yeah, there's that. Well. Yeah, I don't... Plus, they're turtles. Come yeah, on. where do you put them? I, I was gonna say, <laughs> is the bestiality thing not gonna come up at any point? Yeah, yeah Ghostbusters. Yeah, turtles really are my. Uh... Sure. Plus All that, right. Plus that sexy ghost that always goes under uh, Dan Aykroyd's blankets might show up too. Oh, sure. Yeah. Are you the key master? <laughs> oh yeah, if she's there floating above. The... <sighs> As usual, distressing, enlightening. <laughs> yes. Gross. Gross. Yes. Very That's gross. That's probably really the overwhelming theme. Duncan. Ugh. For you guys. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All Mitsu questions next week. Yes. Ah. And you think that will bother me? Why? I wasn't thinking about you. I was thinking about me. And yeah, Duncan. I know you were. Mitsu, rather. <laughs> Mitsu, rather. So that's all from us here at VMP Towers for another week. Join us next week when we recap the RSL match, look ahead to Copa del Grandos Lagos versus Chicago Fire, and Duncan attempts to jump over 12 Chad Barretts on a motorbike. Woo! <laughs> Until then, at KitNerdMark on the Twitters, this was Mark Hinckley. Vroom, vroom! <laughs> I want to see this. At KZ Knowles, she was Kristen Knowles. Look out for that shark! Still Duncan Fletcher. Still at Duncan D. Fletcher. He is still Duncan Fletcher. I'm going to purposefully fall into the giant row of Chad Barrett's. Aww. Aww. For a nice group cuddle. Yes. Nice. Yes. Would you rather? <laughs> and at Malarkey FC on the Twitters, I have been not that Tony Walsh. <laughs> Until next time, Toronto. Get used to it. with Spurs affiliate Super Sport United. Ah, named after the television station. Yeah. Is Jeremy Brockie's team? I think he's in yeah, he's at Super Sport now oh, too, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, he's not with Super Sport. He's with somebody else. The Ben Gases? Hmm? I can't remember. Mm. I wonder if staff will still be able Gold to be in there or no, because Jeremy Blount not Fountain Celtic. That's a good question. Cape Town Ajax? Blount Fountain Celtic. I love Blount Fountain Celtic. <laughs> Cape Town, Ajax, here we go. Do da, do da. That should really be a fucking pain. That's excellent. Oh, you know they don't do that. No, you know they have no idea. Fuck.
Somebody get me on a telephone <laughs> to Cape Town immediately. South Africa? Yes, this is Canada. We have some songs for you that involve colonial American racism. <laughs> Cape Town 120, this is Toronto. <laughs> Put me through to one of your foot and ball specialists. We did get one late response suggesting something about boys to men, which, you know, hey, gold, but late. It was the end of the road. Mm. Can't let it go. <laughs> it's unnatural. <laughs> wow. Why did you know this? I went to go see him at concert recently. I was like, I was like oh, done dead, after the Dead Lee Hinkley. Recently? Yeah. Wait, what? Rama. Of course. Yeah, I had to go to Casino Rama. Was they, were they, op- men? Or were they yeah. opening for Jay Leno? No, they were. They were, it was just them. Wow. Belvedere oh, Devoe wasn't there or something. No, no. They did a really good cover, surprisingly, of "Smell Like Teen Spirit." No joke. Mm. I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm. I, is is it as good? As, look, when you get a wife, she has. She wants to go see these things. Sure. She was like, when you get your wife, yeah, exactly. when you get your then, wife, then, she's then, gonna want to take you all up in she's Philly, gonna, Philly yeah. High Harmony every day. <laughs> was it as good as "Take That's cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit"? Um, no idea. Oh. That's one you should look at. Or the Wurzels. I'm sensing a YouTube. The Wurzels. Uh, yes. Like I'm pretty sure there is. That's, I think that's accurate. Here we are new. Entertainers. <laughs> I was stupid. Entertainers. <laughs> it writes itself. You're talking about the wrestler, right? The of course. Yeah, of course right. I don't know yeah, what sure. you're talking about. <laughs> what other Tony Walsh is on? None you need to know no about. Other. Wasn't there some... Nope. nope. <laughs> but I wrestler. <laughs> but nope. Sure. No? But wrestler. The... Okay, all right. Yeah. Listeners, Google Tony Walsh and let us know what you find. Let us know what the first result is. Wrestler. <laughs> Put wrestler in Google.